0: sir yes sir welcome back to another episode of motown and coney back with my main man tommy what up though so it's it's been a, a, a crazy week in my life to say the least um <laughs> and a crazy week uh, around the world um these these canadian wildfires is hell you can't even take the kids outside and play really because the air quality is bad. Feel like we in some type of sci fi movie or something. I know, you look in the sky, you're like, where the hell am I at? Like what is this? Like it just looked crazy. Yeah, so Canadian Wildfire, the Supreme Court is I guess doing Donald Trump bidding, getting rid of <laughs> protection rights for um gay and lesbians striking down affirmative action and last but not least striking down um joe biden's student loan plan so i I don't know the world's upside down like you said i feel like we living in the movie right now man we
1: living and then these goddamn mass shootings rodney i mean what's
0: going on oh yeah you had them had the big one in baltimore where i think they still don't um even have a suspect two dead 20-plus wounded at a black party. Got me not wanting to go to a black party for the rest of the summer. Uh, But thoughts and prayers. All the mass shooting, but especially um, Baltimore, a city that I once called home. So
1: I know, man, between Baltimore and then the one that was in uh, Philadelphia. There also was a... um, it was also a shooting at a block party here, but it was in the upper, the mid part of Michigan. I think it was in Flint and some people got injured. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's just, it's, it's nuts, man. Yeah, so just thoughts and prayers for everybody. Um, we had the, the little girl that got kidnapped here and I guess they uh, just found her um, deceased. So just thoughts and prayers and the world we live in today is just, is. It's unbelievable some of the things that are happening.
1: Man, Rodney, you know, on that subject, man, at first, you know, I was thinking, like, maybe it was that young man's daughter. When I found out later on the news that he – that wasn't his daughter at all, he had no ties to her, I just knew it was going to be the worst, man. And I I hated to think like that, but I just felt it, man. And he – especially since he wasn't giving up any tips or leads to where she – she was at I just knew it was the worst man so thoughts and prayers go to that family man and hopefully that 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 monster gets what he deserves man
0: yeah so it's it's just unbelievable um on a lighter note we had our first um karaoke night the gallery thought it went out thought it went yeah so had our first karaoke night at the gallery um I Thought it went well. Uh, world is so small. Found out uh, Lady Kira is actually sister to my cousin. So, man, and you know what? If you guys haven't been to the event, shameless plug,
1: but come to the karaoke event on the 28th. Um, and I think you guys are having one hell of a good time, man. Like we had a good time. I I thought it went well as, as well. But of course, we're gonna get more people in. and We're gonna keep growing, Rodney. So I just think like we got a good thing going. And hopefully, if it keeps growing and it keeps getting bigger than what it is, maybe we can do it a couple times a month because it is just karaoke, and who doesn't love karaoke?
0: Yeah. So karaoke uh, for this shoot this uh, past weekend was pretty busy because. Uh, had karaoke Friday night, turned around Sunday, uh, had New Air Detroit uh, Bob Black Tour. So uh, shout out to Zeke and everybody in New Air Detroit uh, for coming through, showing love.
1: Oh, hey, Rodney, hold on. Wait a minute. Uh, we got another big event coming up soon.
0: Maybe you can give people details on what's happening in a few, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. The podcast workshop um, this upcoming Saturday. Ten and twelve, twenty dollars continental breakfast, free giveaway. Um, this comes on studio time for those to to attend, learn how to create your own podcast, learn all the ins and outs of different equipment, different ways you can actually record a podcast. There's so many different ways. Now you got Facebook Live, you got Instagram Live that you can go on. You got Riverside now which is the ad. we're actually recording it through tonight so um just just want to drop some nuggets uh for for people on how to different ways they can produce a podcast in different ways to also um save uh, money right right and then and
1: rodney and i will be there of course and We'll be teaching you how to, more or less, Rodney more than myself. But we'll be teaching you more ways on how to to save money, do things efficiently, and also how to kind of go out there and basically uh, represent yourself and make sure you stick firm to what you believe in, as far as in your podcast, you know, and and how to basically just be yourself, be yourself, and
0: make sure that you have a firm grip on what you want to do. Yeah, we got uh we got a lot of especially in August, um, we're gonna have a back to school, uh, I don't even want I don't want to say block party but um, live band, vendors, giveaways that's gonna be August twenty sixth, uh, to to kick off uh, back to school season. Um, I'm actually working with a attorney uh, named Nikki Wright she wants to come in and do a um, black business in the law workshop for people so got a got a bunch of stuff uh, just going on in the fire hope you guys enjoy y'all 4th of July oh yeah
1: man this 4th of July was actually I shout out to my brother man I, I know he listens to our he's a firm listener um I had to tell my little brother, man, like, he actually really gave me the best 4th of July that I ever had as far as, like, popping fireworks and going to buy fireworks. He went and bought fireworks that you would see downtown or at, at the the Tiger Stadium, man. Like, it was amazing. Like, I've never seen a display like that. I know he spent a lot of money to give
0: us a good show. So, shout out to my brother, Tyree. Thank you. Oh, I might have to um, pull up on y'all next year. I know. So, usually... Like, um, Lauren family, they, they, you know, they do the fireworks to get together. Um, so they also celebrate the, the death of uh one of her cousins that passed, whose birthday was on the Fourth of July. But uh, I got a cousin on my side, and kind of like your brother, he. I don't know where he gets these fireworks from. I know he's probably spending thousands and thousands of dollars because he's like filling up the back of his pickup truck with him. and I mean he he goes for like forty five minutes. So, man,
1: like I, Rodney, I thought it, I thought we was really downtown or somewhere spectacular, man, and like everybody was just in awe. And I know we have this big fireworks place by our house, so he did say that's where he did purchase the fireworks. But, man, if that's what they're selling in there, like, nah, I'm, next year's got to be bigger. Now nah, I need to go ahead and purchase some, too, and we need to uh, combine our powers because yeah, that I'll,
0: was one hell of a show. <laughs> I'll, I'll go in with you because, you know, like what my cousin do, it's, it's like four of us lighting them all at the same time. And I'm, when I say it goes on for a good 45 minutes.
1: Yeah, that's what we're going to have to do next time, Rodney. So next year. We gonna combine our powers, man, and have a nice event, man. Bring all the family together.
0: Yeah. So I want I want to talk about the NBA. Okay. So I know last time we talked, Draymond, you got all these massive contracts. Draymond <laughs> four years, hundred million. You got Dylan Brooks getting four years at eight twenty million a year, basically four years at eighty million. You got Kyrie, three years, $126 million. You shoot. But I'm going to tell you, I, I gave y'all Denver last year. I gave you Golden State the year before. I'm going to tell you the team I'm feeling right now. I'm not saying it's going to be my preseason prediction, but if I had to pick a team that's won the offseason so far that, that couldn't be dangerous, I got to go with the Lakers. I like all the moves the Lakers made this post this um off season so far. You know what? I love what the Lakers
1: done this season. But honestly, man, if I'm I think I'm following your bandwagon from last season. One of your picks last season was the Clippers. And the Clippers actually look really good. Like they made a a couple great off season moves. So if Kawhi if Kawhi Leonard and uh Paul George come back healthy and now they're talking about actually going after James Harden too, bringing him back home. I mean, yeah, if, they
0: watch that, out. if they do that, if they do that, I will remove the Clippers from my um, <laughs> preseason hype frame altogether. Um, if you've been a fan of this podcast, you know I feel like James Harden and Kyrie in particular are franchise killers. Um, I want to reserve judgment based on i don't want to give you my my pre championship pick just yet because i want to see where harden goes i want to see what happens with dame uh, i'm secretly hopefully he goes to miami I, I would love to see him in uh Jimmy Butler team up on the team. Wouldn't mind to see him and Embiid and and Maxie together. I feel like that could be a lethal uh one, two, three punch. And if I'm the Clippers, I'm, i I'd kick the on Dame and figure out how to make it work with Dame and, and and Russ if I could. The only bad
1: part about that that uh that trade that can possibly happen um, They're talking about returning players because, you know, Paul uh, Powell and Covington once played with the Blazers and they wind up trading them and, and trying to get Dame some more help. I think right now the best offer that they can receive will be from the Miami Heat. I think the Miami Heat throwing in so many picks and then also trading Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and a couple other guys, too. And you I still can keep that same core with Bam and, and Jimmy Butler, and oh, and also throwing Kyle Lowry in that trade too. I, I mean, th- that's a lot.
0: I think Brooklyn could offer. Can they got all them picks from Phoenix, right? So, right. Uh, I think Brooklyn could be a, a, a team to watch. Uh, speaking of Phoenix, they have some sneaky good um, depth signings to to go with they they big four. My my main concern with, with Phoenix and why I probably will not pick them as my, my preseason favorite, um, one, it's cliché to pick them. Who wouldn't pick a team that got Durant, Booker, Aiden, and Bill? But I still don't know who's going to play defense for that team. You ain't lying. Like, who the
1: hell is going to play defense for that team? And once you get a team that has, like, a really – okay, let's say if they happen to go against the Clippers team, because the Clippers are sneaky great. Like, and well, they still got Russ. If Russ, Paul George, and uh, Kawhi Leonard are healthy going against that three and Bill uh, Booker and Kevin Durant, I'm sorry, but give me that Clippers. I, I mean, honestly, give me the Clippers. And I would take that three healthy than over that three. I know that sounds crazy, but – I don't know, man. I just really think that that Westbrook is really underrated. Eight million dollars, really? You pay him four
0: million? I don't see guys. It's not even really eight. It's like seven point four or something. Seven point six. It's not even a full four. four. <laughs> Ronnie, I
1: swear, I, I was thinking. I said, I said, wait a minute. Did they just get this man? Yeah, you're right. It was even less than eight million. Did they just get this man this much? And I just seen like uh, Mo Wagner. And, like, a bunch of other people get, like,
0: $26 got, million. Like Yeah, Bruce Brown <laughs> got uh, got 45 for two, so.
1: Yeah, I said, are you serious? It's people that's injured that got more money than him. I said, Wait, this guy isn't even playing in the league and he's making more money than him. Like, what is going on here?
0: But but I think that shows you, one, how much Russ valued his time with, with the Clippers last year after um, what can only be described as a – tumultuous time with the Lakers. And then, two, how much it meant for him just to be really home. I mean, he played at UCLA. So, you talk about giving a hometown discount, though. You can't tell me Russ wasn't at least worth $15 million this season. Yeah, like that. I, and I, I'm just a Russ hater on this podcast. So, yeah. Like, you
1: look at those deals. You looked at the same thing I looked at, Rodney. You looked at those deals that other guys got. And when I saw a Russ deal, I said, "You got to be kidding me!" But the, the only thing, thing that Trump
0: that—oh, go ahead, Rodney. I did a triple take when I saw that that Russ <laughs> deal. I'm like, "This can't be real. This got a, this a number missing somewhere." Yeah, I was like, "Are you serious right now?" The only thing that Trump, Russ
1: getting that shitty contract, giving him the home discount, was our Detroit Pistons not doing anything. So- they did nothing.
0: Let, let's talk about Detroit because I'm, uh, I'm going, to, I'm going to reserve judgment. Detroit has to July thirty first to before I, I bring the hammer down. So you bring in jo, you bring in Joe Harris, right? Yeah. Which I didn't understand. Which you basically allowed the Nets to, to sign a person that you were rumored to be going after, and um, Cam Johnson by doing this deal. Then you bring in, um, what's our man from Flint, Monty uh, from the West. Yeah, of- Morris. Yeah, yeah. Monty Morris, yeah. Which you basically allowed them, to, the cat room, to solve a uh, couple of their people. So, I still, I look at, now you got a bunch of guards, so does that mean Killing a Hayes? Are, are we admitting that was a mistake? you got to be moving on from one of your bigs, whether it's wise men. I don't think you're moving on from beef stew, beef so there's that move. You move Marvin Bagley. Um, you got a bunch of parts that can't play together. Um, I like the Joe Harris deal because you need three-point shooting, but you still need more.
1: Right. And that's what I was saying like do you even move Bodanovich? Do you do you keep Killigan Hayes? Do you keep it just two? is and guess what the Pistons I know we got a lot of spots. We got a lot of spots for for people because I believe they are going to move on from uh, Killigan Hayes and move on from uh, Bagley or a couple of those other guys that are injured frequently. But with all that said and done, we still got one roster spot left. And with the Pistons being the worst team in the league, they got dibs on, like, the first people that are cut. And one of those people that were cut were Bobo. Bo, and oh, I was saying, why not the person go get
0: him? Why not? The moment I saw that, I said, Tommy is going to be an advocate for them to pick him up. Well, they tried to trade for him before, and he couldn't pass the physical. So, I mean, I'm not – I'm not – I'm not a big advocate to go out and get him. I'm just kind of pissed at two of the Detroit teams right now, the Pistons and I'm pissed at the rail a little bit. I'm trying to give Stevie Y the benefit of the doubt, but uh when the most yeah, exciting, Nelson Wild moves. The the when the most exciting thing I think you have have happened here in Detroit is um Dan Campbell th- showing up to a Tigers game yesterday <laughs> that proves how bad the teams are. Man, that really proves
1: how bad the teams are when that's the only thing that people are really excited about is Dan Campbell going to a damn Detroit Tigers game. Like that's that's really sad. But yeah, the Pistons picking up nobody, and man, did then the Red Wings, man, like they they I, I don't know, maybe they trying, but. He just went and picked up like a bunch of nobodies. I'm sorry, you picked over people that were like way past their prime, or you picked up people that just didn't make no damn sense and didn't blend with the team. Um, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand the moves like by uh, both organizations.
0: That's another situation where I'm trying to reserve judgment because it it got to be a trade coming somewhere. But I, I think the reason why I'm more upset at the Steve Eisman, is his comment during the draft basically saying they're still in the building phase. Um, He didn't feel like, you know, they they were quite just there yet. And I
1: thought last year, I thought we, we started off pretty good. And I was like, you know what, we only a couple of key good free agents away from having a decent team. And they didn't go after anybody with a big name. That's what blew my mind. The same thing with the Pistons. I don't understand what are they trying to do. You're trying to find this diamond in the rough. And another thing, too, with the Pistons, too, Rodney, I want to just put this in there. They keep getting players with potential. They're not getting NBA-ready players. Like, K. Cunningham, NBA-ready. in Hayes is a NBA-potential player. Uh, Ivy, Ivy was NBA-ready. Like, last year, NBA-ready. He's going to give you 15 points. You know what he's going to give you? Killian Hayes is like, he has the potential to give you this much. We don't need potential. We need guys that's going to come in and be able to contribute NBA-ready players. And that's what the Pistons keep doing, getting guys with potential. And that, that hurts us.
0: It pisses me off.
1: Sorry, Rodney. I had to t-
0: <laughs> No, I I understand your frustration because I, I was sitting there looking at some of the moves with uh Russell Westbrook what face, basically. <laughs> So, yeah. I don't. I, the Tigers, I can tell you the plan. The Lions can tell you the plan. Hell, at one point I, I thought I knew the plan for the mean I haven't been able to tell you the Pistons plan for three plus years now. Man, I can't tell you the Pistons plan for longer than that.
1: I couldn't tell you the plan when they had Drummond and they made it to the playoffs, and people like, "Man, they're only a couple players away." And I'm like. Stanley Johnson isn't going to be good. I, I just can tell he just wasn't going to be good. It just I can feel it in my bones. And they gave him so many chances. They started him. They had him coming off the bench as a six-man. They did so many things. And when he wasn't able to break through and we held on to him for that long, I was like, you know what, we're making a mistake. And then we drafted some other guys and we passed up on Kimball Walker. We passed up on a bunch of other guys that went to yeah, NBA yeah, we passed up on Booker. We passed on Adekumpo. We passed up on a lot of guys. And we Picked up a lot of dudes that were trash. I mean, you at, at one point in, during drafting process, you picked up Luke Kennard, Brandon Knight. Um. Oh man, it's just a lot of a lot of and, bad players, man. And
0: Traded away probably what could have been your best two draft picks in Chris Middleton and Spencer Dinwiddie, but yeah, and I just didn't understand that, man. Like, what are you doing? But. It's the, it's
1: the Pistons, man. It's the Pistons.
0: Yeah, so, I don't know. Stay tuned. I'm not going to – my my hope is gone. I'm not about to hold my breath on anything else Trey Weaver does. It, he's he's going to have to show me a, a lot <laughs> and quickly – well, we we do have summer league, so there that um, NBA summer league is going on. This July used to be a, a pretty sucky time of the year because you used to only have um, during this time major league baseball going on. Now you got not only a summer league, you got Wimbledon, you got the NFL gearing up, you got college football less than a hundred days away, you have got. Pretty much, you, you could, even though it's the NBA offseason, you're you starting to see, okay, that is, the time is coming. And then we haven't talked about this, but ESPN dropped the hammer on some of the on-air talent.
1: Oh, we need to definitely get into that because, I, I mean, I don't know how to take this right now, right? I'm, I'm, I think I'm disappointed. Like, I'm really highly disappointed on a lot of those people they got rid of
0: disappointed you you putting in you putting it nicely because i was pissed yeah
1: I, i'm not gonna lie i was pissed too but more or less disappointed because i i think that some of those guys deserve uh a better platform i think that a lot of those people that they let go um they can find another home or if those guys can just come together and and actually create their own like network or Social media or something, they can they can come together. You're talking about Jalen Rose, who's one of the best. Yes. David Pollock, I was so super. David Pollock, man, like I was really surprised by that. Man, I I love David Pollock on the uh, doing the NCAA football and you know and, whole, and traveling around.
0: That hold cast minus Lee Corso now because, um lovely Corso, but he's up in age and and it definitely shows. But that mm-hmm. whole ESPN crew is awesome.
1: I know that's why I said I was kind of surprised, man. And then also, I know Keyshawn Johnson, man. I know he's been kind of distant because he does a lot of his thing, his uh, his uh, telecast and everything from the west coast. But I thought he was like up and coming, man, and doing a really good job over the this past few
0: like, years. Or time, too. They let him go.
1: Yeah, they signed him to a bigger contract. Last time it was a contract dispute and they said they wasn't going to uh, fulfill that contract. Then they wound up signing him to the contract that he wanted, which is like three years, $18 million. And And uh, they just wound up paying him the $18 million now. They just signed him to that last year and now uh, uh, they they released him.
0: Yeah, so you got Jalen Rose going, Jeff Van Gundy for... Uh, he will always be known as the coach hanging off a lousy Morning Lake to me, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he was pretty good. in um, game analyst gone, like you said, David Pollock, which was very good at his job. Max Killerman, who seems not to be able to catch a break because he got booted from first taking, was doing pretty good with. Keyshawn and Jay will on, on their uh, Monday morning or I should say morning talk show slash podcast. Um, yeah, Chris Jones. Um, Ch- I didn't even know he was on ESPN. To be honest, Matt Castleback. I'm surprised because he he was really good on uh, the ESPN football shows. I'm not all that upset, though, because they cut my boy, Charles Wilson, even though he landed on his feet at Fox. Steve Young, I was super surprised about because I feel like he's really, really good. Yeah, I'm surprised. That really that
1: caught me off guard, too, because Steve Young was, was kicking ass, man, during those Monday Night Football telecasts and Sunday Night Football.
0: Susie like, Colbert another the other one that shocked me because – She's been on ESPN since I believe we were teenagers and has been on a gauntlet of different shows and it's really good mm-hmm. at her job.
1: And you know what, Ronnie, like, and it's a few more too, man. But you do all 10. this. <laughs> <Top>. <laughs> what? That, when I heard that, I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs>
0: I'm, don't, don't get me wrong I love Mel Kuyper but I, I, if I had the pig between the two I would have kept top and shake because I know Mel Kuyper's an institution but he's another one that's, that's getting it up there man and he just be saying
1: shit man Like half his shit be like all wrong and some yeah. of those people that they kept I, I guess I I don't want to play that type of game man because
0: you know, some you, of those <laughs> people that they kept could have been going somewhere else.
1: <laughs>
0: Roddy right, said, "I do want to play that."
1: Oh man, I didn't the want to. I didn't want to drag some of the people down. Oh, they got rid of Vince Carter too. And
0: well, I couple- can't be. Vince Carter was terrible at his job. Yeah, I'm not gonna
1: even lie. He was too. I think he's terrible. It's a couple other people that are really bad, man. But then you do all of that, and you pay this one guy. Who, what's the one guy they paid him 85 million dollars,
0: Pat McAfee to move his show to ESPN. And dude, and that shit sucks,
1: bro. Like nobody fucking really all he does is fucking yell and be on bullshit, man. Like it's really he got his fan base basically because he he played the game right. He went to the WWF and got all those fans. He already had a decent fan base because of football. And then he, you know, he basically moonwalked around different types of shows and, and went to different different outlets, and he built his fan base, which is cool. Like, I understand that. But he did it the right way, and that's how he built his fan base. The same thing that that Stephen A. Smith did, too. Smith, Stephen A. Smith went to All My Children. He messed with the WWE for a while. He met, he's, he's went everywhere. Like, that's what you're supposed to do, and that's how guys build their fan base. You build your audience. But... For him being at ESPN, that shit's not going to work, man. I'm not going to even lie to you. It's not going to work. I don't think it's going to work. He's not that talented. His takes are terrible. It's trash. It's not going to work.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just... I was very surprised to see some of the names of the people that were let go versus some of the people... That was kept.
1: Yeah, that's, that's just... It, and it, it's hurtful, too, because a lot of those people, like you just said, you kind of grew up with them in your household. They're great analysts that have some good takes. And then you go and get this guy that just basically... I guess they're looking at him as a polarizing figure. I, this is what we get, though, people. If people, This is what we get. You fucking give the Disney... The rank, the keys to the damn the ship, and this is the decisions they make. It's fucking Disney, man. They're not looking at it the way we do. They don't. They don't understand. They don't look at things. They don't look at things the way we do. Disney doesn't care about sports.
0: Yeah, they. I could think of a number of um, decisions that that were made of. Why, why'd Why you keep this person over over this person? Uh, but I hope that everyone that, that was laid off or is going to be laid off because apparently there's more cuts coming. Um, like you said, it's rumored that Vince Carter's on his way out. Can't say I'll miss him all that much as far as an analyst. Uh, but I was hoping that he would at least be able to do what Jalen Rose did with Jalen Rose. Wasn't as bad as Vince Carter starting off, but he he still he wasn't the Jalen Rose he is now, and was able to grow into a a, a great analyst. So
1: yeah, I mean, they kept fucking Booger
0: McFarland,
1: man. I I don't know what oh, to say. Yeah. I just I don't know. That's what you want to do. That's fine. They kept Kendrick Perkins. And I don't know Kendrick Perkins been yeah, working on he, his he lines. <laughs> He's been working on his one-liners. I understand that, so it is what it is. You can't take the shit back, so I'm not gonna bash those guys. Like they still have jobs.
0: Uh, they but, Booger, Booger Max is one of the worst analysts in the game.
1: Maybe somebody maybe he has like some pictures of somebody at Disney, and they just maybe they can't fire him. I don't know. 'Cause how the fuck can you not fire Booger McFarlane? He's the worst.
0: He's you the got worst. Steve Young and kept Booger McFarland. That's <laughs> what
1: I Dude, like wait, you gotta be kidding me, man. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I'm I'm trying to, I just don't get it.
0: I don't wanna get it at this point. Uh <laughs> While we're before we we move on, I got I got some shows I want to know if you caught. But let's talk WNBA, and I got a very hot take. And people can disagree with me all they want. I don't give a damn. It's my show. If you gotta if you want to disagree, start your own show. Figure out how to come and figure out how to <laughs> do that on Saturday. <laughs> But the Las Vegas Aces, here's my hot take. Have the greatest starting five in all the sports right now.
1: Yeah, that, they do. That's not even a hot take, Rodney. That's a given. They're the hottest team right now by far out of any institution, sports institution ever right now. And nobody's touching them. And right now they have a stranglehold I'm surprised. I feel like that one game that they lost this season, it felt like they probably was partying too hard, just didn't give a fuck.
0: Well, they they avenged that game on Saturday. So, for those that don't follow the the Las Vegas Aces had two very big games this this past week. Uh, First, they played the New York Liberty, which uh, people are calling the other super team in the league in the game was close the first half and in the second half it was like the Las Vegas Aces did something that the Golden State Warriors used to do where they just that third quarter they came out and just put their throats put their foot on their throat and ended up winning by 20. Then they turned around the Connecticut Suns which gave them their only loss of the season and once again the game was closed first quarter. They started to pull it away a little bit in the second quarter, but that third quarter they went on like a twenty five to three run. And just put the Connecticut Suns to sleep. I don't know who beats them. i put they starting five up against the Pistons and feel like they can beat the Pistons starting five. Um when they would. Throwing <laughs> out of- a uh, Candice Parker, Asa Wilson, and Jackie Young, uh, um Chelsea Gray and Kelsey Plum. Yeah, they they beat the
1: Pistons' hand down. I'm not going to even front.
0: Better shooting,
1: better uh slashers, better passers, better. It feel like I'm doing a Papa John's commercial. It just like they <laughs> have better every goddamn thing. And and that's what I was saying when they played the Connecticut Sun and watching that second game. That they played against Connecticut. I'm like, they should have beat the shit out of them the first time. It's like they fell in love with with the three with the three, and then they were also like making stupid turnovers. And, and and that game was still close, and they still didn't play like they played decent. They didn't even really play great. They played decent and that game was still close. So with Connecticut, man, I you're right. Connecticut gave them their hardest fight, but I don't see nobody beating them in a seven game series. Five games, seven games, it don't matter how many games. Nobody's going to beat those ladies in a, in a series. It's impossible.
0: Yeah, and Aza Wilson just resigned to your extension. She took less money, apparently, um, hoping to keep the team together. If you're Candace Parker, you probably consider playing at least one more year. Um, she basically said this is the easiest season she's had played her whole career. She knows she only has to come in and play a certain amount of minutes. She doesn't have to do it all. So you got a world-class training facility. Um, I feel like Mark Davis is a way better WNBA owner than he is NFL owner, but watching the Las Vegas Aces is, is, it's a thing of beauty. they wow. got
1: one hell of a coach, and they got one hell of a GM, man. When Lambeer was a coach, he won all those uh, championships with the Shock. He's a good motivator, and he did a damn good job picking up a coach for them um, to take his place.
0: Yeah, so I I really would. Um, I know it probably won't happen. I'm really curious to see if Becky Hammond were, were to come to the NBA. Um how, what impact she she would have on the NBA? I know she interviewed earlier, I, well, the off season for the NBA, but earlier at the beginning NBA season for the Raptors job, who went to a coach that uh, you can't tell me Becky Hammond's is not more qualified than who actually got the job, but I've already had. My say on the NBA coaching carousel uh, this season, I, I still think it's a joke when the Pistons and Houston probably hired the two best available coaches.
1: Yeah, I'm still kind of like shocked, Rodney. Even when we talk about it, but it feels like like Monty Williams. He had. It, I don't think that he is no way possible that this is the team that he wanted. Um, in Detroit right now. He's definitely doing it for the money, and I, I can tell he's not pulling any strings because he's not going after nobody um, at all if he is pulling the strings, so, which I doubt.
0: Yes. I I don't know. It's, it's it's time like this where you think you know the game and who should be hired and who should go where, and then you see a move and you're like, well, what? wait, what? Right, it's like. See, this is the thing, Ronnie. Like, what's the purpose of
1: having a good coach when you don't have any good players around him? Like, you can't. I, I'm trying to still figure out. I can't figure out for the life of me if Monty Williams can somehow get the Pistons into a play-in or even if even close. close even, give, even give him Coach
0: yeah. of the Year. Yeah, give him I'll Coach of you. the Year. Give him Coach of the Year. Get him most. Of, get make up some shit. Get him most improved coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You got to do
1: something because right now you just gave him guys that aren't really good. This is this court, this group of guys aren't really good. You need a lot of things to come along for those guys. This You're basically running it back with the same damn team from last year.
0: That basically. Won 17 games. So. That
1: won 17 games. And from the, the decisions that you made and the, the few people that you picked up, they're going to win probably eight more games than that. If that.
0: Yeah, it'll be very, very uh, interesting to see what happens. Did you happen by chance to catch some, the free press did a story like the Detroit team most likely to win their di- division in a couple of years and the Pistons were third? I'm surprised by that. Well they had the Red Wings at 450, the Atlantic division NHL is just brutal they actually had the Tigers ahead of the Lions which I questioned but I get it because the central division and baseball is just terrible
1: uh, I want to say that too but the the Lions division is terrible yeah. it just yeah like the Lions division is really bad and they should definitely win like I I don't see the Lions uh I don't see the Lions losing this season. So when you talk about who's gonna win the division first, the Lions definitely will win it this season. Like it, it's a, they're a shoe in. The Tigers right now they they can't get out of their own way. And Javier Baez, I don't know how the hell he's locked. He's still locked into that big contract, and we got
0: him for like what three or four more years. Yeah, he has to opt out this year, but we all know he's not opting out, so. He's not opting out at all, man. He he
1: should. He's fucking terrible. Nobody's going to pick that guy up. He Swings at any and everything. Hey, Rodney, okay, before we we move on to the next subject, I have uh, something to ask you and something to discuss with you. Uh, Former bad boy, Dennis Rodman, he made a very, very uh, unpopular opinion based on Basically, he said, well, he played, and he played against this man and watched this man play. But he was asked on a podcast about Larry Bird. And basically, he was saying that Larry Bird would not be successful in this era. Matter of fact, he don't think Larry Bird would still be in a league if he played in this era of basketball. What do you think, Ronnie?
0: So, would he be in a league? Yes. Would he be Larry Legend? I don't think so. Wow. Wow, okay.
1: That's that's I, a hell of a take. Like, uh, oh,
0: go ahead, I, Ronnie. I don't know because it's very hard to sometimes project players from different areas, right? Um, I, I do think he could have success in today's NBA. Um, He's a very smart player, right? Game um, mm-hmm. was a lot more physical back in the 80s. I think he would benefit from a lot of the um, offensive rule changes. The The issue where I say he might not be Larry Legend is on the defensive end because um, you can't do some of the things he was able to get, get away with back then.
1: Um, yeah, you're right about that. You are right about that. They also had a talk with uh, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas said, yeah, Larry would still be a legend. He said, if you look at it, you got Luka Doncic, who moves extremely slow, and he still makes his way on the court, still does his thing. And he said, Larry Legend is a better shooter than Luka. So if Luka's able to create space and he moves really slowly, he said, look at the the two-time MVP also and also NBA champion this year in the Joker. The Joker moves extremely slow. And he said that Larry Bird moves even faster than him. They all probably jumped the same, but he he said Larry Legend had a, a better stroke and was slightly faster than those guys. Like he was he was s- s- sneaky fast. That's what Isaiah Thomas used.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I'm that's that's I uh, I don't who knows. Uh Yeah,
1: you're right. You're right about that. I don't want to disrespect Larry Bird's uh, legend, man. Like, Larry Bird, you know, from watching him play, man, coming up, I got the bad end of Larry Bird. Um, I didn't get the Larry Bird that a lot of people, that people, you know, before my time got a chance to see. I got
0: back spasm Larry Bird. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I got back spasm Larry Bird. I had back spasm Larry Bird, and I had – I would say, like, I – I remember with us beating Magic, but I remember the Magic that I remember that I had, that I I grew to love, was the Magic Johnson that was uh, uh,
0: post-HIV. Man, we got the the, um, Orlando All-Star Game Magic. Right.
1: That's the one I remember with him coming back. And uh, I remember him coming back to the Lakers for a while and then playing and then him exiting back out because a lot of players had issues so, yeah, just, yeah, and I, I like I said, it, it just came from a whirlwind for me because I remember being younger, and, and I remember 88. The last, the, I remember everything from 88 on up. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I remember in NBA players. Like, I remember Magic Johnson's uh, rise and fall, and then him coming back and, and playing against the Bulls, and Michael Jordan having that, there's a move by, what a move by Jordan. With the fake layup and then reversing it, kissing it off the glass. So yeah,
0: yeah. I'm I'm kind of interested in debating uh, if a player from different decades would could play in this in this era. But like you said, it's Larry's a legend. I don't want to take anything from him. I just wonder how. Um, good he he would be, particularly on the defensive end. Um, well,
1: well, well, let's just think about it like this then, Rodney. If we beat our own version of uh, start, bench, cut, right? Start, bench, cut. Because a lot of people, they say this about Larry Bird, but do you say the same thing about Barkley or about Rodman? So if you had a choice between Larry Bird, Dennis Rodman, and Charles Barkley – who would you start bench or cut?
0: Start Charles. I guess it would deter- be depend on who else was around him. Who Who's the other four players on the court? But uh...
1: see, this is tougher than you think, right? Yeah, I'll start to say that too, but then I'm like, do I start Rodman? Because yeah, Rodman is
0: like That's my debate. It's gonna be Charles or Rodman getting cut or starting. And then I would probably uh have Larry Legend coming off off as as my sixth man or something, but Yeah, see, a lot of people a lot of people think this is blasphemy, Rodney. But you're right,
1: this is our fucking show, them. Fuck like I feel like I, I feel the same way, but are we disrespecting Larry's legend? Like, Larry Bird has, I mean, he's he can score with the best of them. We're talking about a player that we would probably keep, maybe because we got a, a soft spot for Worm, but Robin is like one of the best defensive players. I've seen Dennis Rodman shut down Shaquille O'Neal, a young Shaq that was just dunking and shitting on everybody, dropping 45 points, like in playoff games in one particular year. I seen him shut him down. Like I never seen other I see him shut down a, a crazy scoring, uh damn near scoring title, Carl Malone. Shut him down. So I I mean I don't know, man. That's I've just seen Dennis Rodman do things I've never seen him other players do. Like he shut down a lot of those guys. I never seen Larry Bird or or Barkley shut down guys defensively. I just never seen it. Matter yeah. of fact, I seen I seen Rodman shut down both of those guys. Like I'm just I don't know, man. Like it just it is what it is. Like but I never seen also seen the motherfucker get 30 rebounds and then no points. Like, <laughs> like What the hell are you there for? You know, I guess we look at basketball differently. Like I don't know, man. Like so you said you would definitely start Bar- Barkley, right?
0: Barkley or Rodman? And then, then- that's the crazy thing. Like, whichever one I'm not starting to getting cut. Damn, that
1: is crazy. Yo, that is crazy. I thought about it like that too, cause I can't. You can't cut Larry Legend. That's impossible. I mean, out of both of them, where do we go? Do we go to rings? After that, because fucking Rodman has like what six rings? Six or like seven. Five, 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 yeah, he has like six or seven, right? No, he might have five, because he got two with the Pistons and three with the Bulls, right?
0: Hold on, because I'm looking at it. Yeah, he has five. And then Larry Bird has five, right?
1: Or Larry Bird has four.
0: I think he got four. Damn.
1: Damn, man, like, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I do start Rodman, bench uh, Larry Bird. Well, fuck that. I'm starting Bird now. No, yeah. I got to start Rodman. No, I'm going to start Rodman. I'm going to bench Bird. Bird.
0: Has three. And then I'm
1: going to cut Charles, man. I'm sorry, Charles. You was a beast, man, but I got to cut Charles, man.
0: Yeah.
1: Now I'm looking at it ring-wise. Like, that's not even fair. I got another one for you, too, Rodney, since we got a little bit more time. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. The case the case in the tale of, of players who do not have a ring. Start, bench, cut series. Allen Iverson. Steve Nash. And then I'm going to throw in one player that does have a ring. Because I feel like I, I, th- I could have went with a player that didn't have a ring. But let's go Jason Kidd. Three of the best point guards, in that set trends. You're talking about MVPs throughout all those guys and scoring titles and assists. And oh, this
0: is easy for me though. Okay, start bench cut. Who you got? I'm starting Iverson. Um, and I'm I'm keeping uh, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, by. Yo, that's
1: nuts, man. Cause you know, Steve Nash, man, he's the only one out of all those players to win back to back MVPs, right?
0: And one of them years Kobe should have won, so
1: yeah, Kobe and Shaq should have won one of those years. But Steve Nash was tearing it up, man, one of those years. And matter of fact, he would have won. I thought that he, I thought he would have won a championship that year if Bruce Bowen ain't freaking like. Knee and leg, like he hipped him, hip dropped him or whatever. He hipped him into the damn post and messed him up. I, knocked him I, out of the series I, for a couple I, games.
0: Yeah, yeah if I pick him between them three. I'm sorry, Steve. Yeah, and then Jason
1: Kidd was dropping crazy dimes. He balled out with the New Jersey Nets. I don't know, though, man. Like, that's tough. I'm not actually going to start uh, Allen Iverson, man. I am. Because other than that, that one year when he had Matumbo with him and Tyrone Hill, like, he didn't do anything else after that.
0: I mean, he had a decent time in Denver when he came to Detroit. He was horrible. He's still starting for me. There there will be no Allen hate on this.
1: <laughs> I mean, no, I, I feel you. I feel you. But it just feels like I need to start Jason Kidd for some reason. It just feels like that's where he...
0: You can start, kid, and have. Uh, I'm not cutting Allen. Hell no, I'm not cutting Allen Iverson over Steve
1: Nash, or, or or putting him on the bench.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You said I'm not cutting him. We're putting him on the bench. Okay, so people, we got a question for you guys. Maybe you guys will give us some feedback. Let us know. Give us some feedback. Step, start bench cut. Allen Iverson, Jason Kidd, or Steve Nash. Y'all decide. Let us know
0: only one correct answer <laughs> okay so before we get out of here um, any new shows to stream I, I have a couple Um,
1: I don't know about new shows to stream Uh, nothing really caught me so far I've been listening to like some little music but really nothing other than that
0: Yeah, so um, for those that have Apple TV+, Plus, Hijack with Idris Elba is pretty good. Um, It gives you, um, what was the show with Keith or Sutherland? 24, it gives you those type of vibes. And then tomorrow, or I should say at midnight, you have Netflix coming out with one of my favorite Netflix series. Um, pretty good if it was a movie previously um, it's based on a series of books but they turned it into a tv show for netflix now um, the lincoln lawyer season two part one comes out tomorrow so
1: okay all right that's what i'm talking about all right I do, and i do like the lincoln lawyer yeah so that's pretty dope okay
0: yeah.
1: and i love it i love the movie that that came out i like that
0: Yeah, so season one is already out on Netflix. Season two, part one comes out tomorrow. Also, Amazon Prime dropped the final season of Jack Ryan. So,
1: Oh, man, yeah. I've been waiting on that Jack Ryan to come out, too. That was, yeah, that was fire. That first season was crazy. Now, I know I said I've been listening to a little bit of music. So as people may know, Lil Uzi Vert came out with the pink tape. I'm um, not sure if you're a little Uzi fan, Rodney.
0: No, I'm a little Uzi. Uzi. <laughs>
1: also, you had La Russell come out with his album. Um, There's a couple more albums that came out too. Uh, Baby Money. Uh, it just it, also CeeLo came out um, with it, it. was actually an EP with two songs on there. Check that out, Rodney. You are gonna like that. He got a couple of songs on there that I really like, Rodney. That Traffic Jam song is pretty dope um monica came out with a single it just a lot of people dropping like a couple singles here and there but my take on the little uzi album is kind of hit or miss um it he's just rapping about a bunch of nothing but it's over some dope beats so if you're trying to just lose your mind and and just listen to some okay music i wouldn't even say the album's good it's not even decent to me But if you just listen to it and you just happen to pick up a couple songs from it, that's cool too. I thought out of the album having 20 songs, 20 some songs, um, I thought that probably four or five of them were good. Other ones were okay. The rest were trash.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah, hope... um, Yeah, 2023 has been a terrible year for music. Hopefully... um, August, September, and, and <laughs> it's a, it's better for us. But so far this year, yeah, it's a dud.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you had a couple albums coming to try to say today, man. Like, we, we talked about Killer Mike. Killer Mike had a couple of uh, a dope songs on there. I thought the whole album was basically album of the year quality right now. Um, yeah, agreed. Yeah, Young Thug, he put together a decent little album. thought that was straight. Um, there's a couple other people, too, but like you said, it, it has been basically a dud. Not really nothing noteworthy. Just a bunch of people saying a bunch of bullshit, basically. <laughs> I'm just sorry. It just it is what it is. It's the
0: truth. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I hope and I hope, like I said, that the um second half of the year is is better. Uh we get some better quality music all the way around. So uh but other than that, um this is a really good time even though I know the writer strike is going on in Hollywood. Um you do have some pretty good uh, streaming shows come coming out. You do have um, Reacher Season 2 coming out soon. By Legacy Season 2 coming out soon. Um, Steve Harvey, Judge Steve Harvey is actually pretty hilarious. Um, oh, man. Wait, it's already out? Yeah, Steve, Judge Steve Harvey. It's actually an episode that came on tonight, so um, you can also catch it on Hulu. Some of the cases have been hilarious, like you had um, quadruplet brothers, so four <laughs> twins, two of the older twins being sued by the two youngest twins, um, it was hilarious. Um, of course, the Wonder Years. Oh, yeah.
1: That's what I've been locked into, Wonder Years for sure. Thank God it came back.
0: Yeah, so a lot of good streaming options. So while the music has sucked, TV has been pretty good. Yeah, I agree with you on that, Rodney. TV has been
1: really good lately, and uh, also like the movies and stuff too, man. Like uh, the movies have actually been pretty good, and um, I'm a horror movie fan or a horror TV series fan. I'm kind of surprised The Walking Dead. While we're talking about TV series too, um, The Walking Dead came back and. Um, you know, I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. I
0: don't think I have the so. spinoff with Negan and um Yeah, that's what I was talking
1: about. The spinoff with Negan, man. So yeah. I'm I'm really and I'm a huge Negan fan, man. So I'm I'm kinda happy they came back and uh, had the spinoff with Negan. And also with uh what is her name? When Maggie. Yeah, it's Negan and Maggie. Yeah, you're right. With Negan and Maggie. You are right.
0: Yeah, so, um, if you haven't already done so, check that spin-off out. Um, It's about time for us to get up out of here, though. Um, So, if you can, catch us on Saturday morning. Um, If not, we'll catch y'all next Monday. And catch us on the B-side. Peace.